This is Tuesday, July 26th. That's always surprised me a bit that Jesus provided his disciples with a model prayer. Jesus often criticized formal religion because their faith, well, had had become formal. More a going through the motions than a real communion with the living God. So we need to remember that when we read Psalm 51, this confessional psalm of David, it's not a formula for seeking forgiveness. Instead, we hear the heart of a broken man. David has blown up his life. He knows he's done wrong. But here is the truth that is beneath all his words. He knows that God forgives. God restores. God mends what is broken. Now, the fact is that God doesn't remove the consequences. He's going to have to live with those. But instead, God's forgiveness opens the way for fellowship with God going forward. David knows that all he has, the Lord has provided to him. He knows that he cannot do life without God. Part of the beauty of the confessional psalms is that they reveal that our lives are to be lived Godward. That is, all of life, everything we do, is before the face of God. It's in the presence of God. And that leads us to our text for today. This is Psalm 51, verse 9 to 10. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Now we hear in David's language the story of his life before God. The language is powerful. It's concrete. He lives in a shame-based culture. That is, the posture of his face in such a culture talking about that is important. So turning your face away means an unwillingness to look on a person or a situation. Think of those things we would rather people not know about us. See, David feels this way about his sin. He doesn't want God to see. Of course, God knows everything about David, but here is the sign that David feels shame over what he has done. But notice his plea. He wants his heart to be clean. We looked at the meaning of the heart yesterday, how it's the center of our lives, the control center for all of our decisions. You see, David doesn't ask God to make his life go easier or even to remove the pain of what he has done. He wants his heart to be right. He wants to be clean. He wants to be clear of guilt and restored before the presence of God. He knows that the way that he fell into sin was because of the way his heart was and what his heart desired. You see, he does not ask God for a superficial remedy. He wants to be changed from the heart. Jesus also often used this language of the heart when he spoke about our struggle with sin. He says that what we put into our mouths doesn't defile us. It is what comes out of our hearts. And you see, band-aids won't help here. Only open-heart surgery will do. This is what David is crying out to God for. I find that in my prayers... I often seek help for the sins that are on the surface. But what I need is a heart change. And this is something that only God can provide. You see, we cannot change our own hearts. And even trying to understand your heart is, 
well, it's pretty tricky business. It's easy to be self-deceived. The prophet Jeremiah said it like this, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? That's Jeremiah 17, verse 9. Now, what though isn't the diagnosis I was hoping for, but it is true. With my heart sick, everything I see is colored, so colored, that I don't know what I'm seeing. And only God can cure this heart sickness. But the good news is that he has promised to do just that. Here are the words of the prophet Ezekiel. And I will give you a new heart, and a new spirit I will put within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. That's Ezekiel thirty-six twenty-six. Isn't that a beautiful promise? God will give us a new heart and a right spirit when we come to him. This promise of God was fulfilled in the coming of Jesus. This is why Jesus spoke against religious practices to change what only he can. I think that's the thing we come to see when we read the Psalms of Confession. Sin brings about in our lives what we cannot fix on our own. Yes, we can try and make things right when we have done wrong, and that's not a bad thing. It's just not enough. We know what most needs mending is beyond our reach. And this is why we cry out to God, Lord, forgive me, this sinner that comes before you. Make my heart right. This is why confession and repentance become the daily life of the person that walks with God. It's not to gain favor with God. We already have that through Jesus. So that, but so that God can shape our hearts. God can shape our character. And God can continue to guide us by His Spirit. And we can walk free and not in bondage. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen.